0: In Renton, Washington, with a combination of real estate financial planning and modeling with numbers specific to Renton, plus syndicated, more generalized recordings of live and pre recorded real estate investing classes. Not all of them specific to Renton. Be sure to stay tuned after the podcast for a message from our sponsors. Okay, so overcoming hurdles to real estate investing. I am James Orr. So what's preventing you from achieving your real estate goals? And what I did for tonight is I thought about all the things that could be obstacles for you, all the challenges you might have um, being successful in real estate investing, and I broke them down into categories. And if for some reason I miss your, your fear, I know we did some introductions beforehand. If I missed your specific fear, please let me know. But these are the ones I plan on covering tonight. So down payments, including coming up with closing costs and reserves. And I believe this is the problem you guys don't think you have. I think you think it's you know property selection, but I think if you solve this one, then it solves that other problem, right? So that's going to be one of them. Overcoming negative cash flow, um, reducing expenses, and increasing income. So when I think about cash flow, cash flow is really defined as the income you have on a property minus all the expenses on the property. And so really there are two ways to improve cash flow on a property. And if you invest in some markets, you'll find that you have negative cash flow on that. Our market here, you'll, you'll be likely to have some negative cash flow unless you're putting a significant amount down, more than 25 percent in most cases. But if that's the case, then uh, we can talk about all the different ways that we have to reduce expenses and all the different ways that we have to increase income, and I'll cover that in detail. And then this qualifying for loan section, and there's really like three parts of this, in my opinion. There's the income used to qualify for the loan. There's the credit score to qualify for the loan. And then there's if I, you have too many loan spots being used up, that's another issue that I think some people face. So we'll cover all the qualifying loan kind of challenges there. And then I have a category called finding what's missing. So if you can't find deals, if you can't find a dream team, you know, the people that you need on your team in order to be able to do the deals and all the stuff you need to do, if you can't find partners, or if you can't find tenants or tenant buyers. Um, so that's kind of all the find what's missing part. And then the last one is inner game. This is sort of like all the stuff around fear and lack of commitment and um, not having the capabilities to be able to do what you want to do and, you know, kind of the the courage to kind of act in in spite of fear. So all of those sort of things are going to be covered in the inner game stuff. Is there anything on here that you think I'm missing? Like you're like, oh, James, I really want you to cover this particular fear. I think we got most of you guys, so it's probably just you two that kind of came in a little later. Anything I missed? Because I think I got the fears of everyone else when we did intros. We're good? Okay. You, you're good? You're not good? Okay, I didn't see the thumbs up. You're being blocked by Bill's head there. Okay, cool. All right, so, so here's the challenge with some of these classes, right? This is obviously compressed content. There's no way I can take You know, I usually do a two-hour class on coming up with down payment by itself. And that usually runs long. I'm usually like two hours and 20 minutes into it by the time I'm done. So there's no way I can teach you a two-hour and 20-minute class on down payments. I'll give you all the information, but I can't go into quite the detail I would want to go in. So I'm going to repeat these core classes. For example, how do I come up with down payment? that's obviously going to be a major class that we do. And I'll cover another two hours and change, whatever I need to do to do that. But tonight I will solve the problem. I'll give you all the answers, but I can't go and do a separate slide on each one of the bullet points, which is what I would normally do if we were coming up for down payments or something like that. Um, and, and there's other examples of this. There's like a whole separate two hour class on how to improve cash flow. Uh, it's like a workshop that we do. So realize that I will solve all of your obstacles, all of your challenges tonight, however, it's not possible for me to go into the level of detail that I would personally want if I was dealing with one specific problem. Does that make sense? Okay, cool. All right, so I hope you guys have heard this, this thing before, but this actually, in my mind, reminds me of like how a lot of people struggle with real estate investing in general. So this is riddle. The riddle is about a farmer, a chicken, a bag of grain, and a fox and I've drawn this on the whiteboard here. So here's the farmer, here's the chicken, here's the fox, and here's the bag of grain. What they're trying to do is they're trying to get from one side of the river, side A, to side B. There's a little boat here. And the farmer can only bring one thing with him on the boat at a time. So they can only bring either the chicken, the fox, or the grain. And he can't leave the fox with the chicken because the fox will eat the chicken. He can't leave the grain with the chicken because the chicken will eat the grain. So the challenge is, how does the farmer get from one side of the river to the other? How many of you have seen this riddle before? Okay, do you, guys, you know the solution? Do you remember it? Okay, hold, so then hold off. If you think you've done it, let's have everyone else do it. So how does the farmer get from side A to side B, only able to move one thing at a time with those restrictions? What do you think? This is the class participation part. Puts the grain in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're trying to get creative. You're trying to get creative. And that, that is not the solution I was looking for. Maybe that could work. You know, you tie the fox to the tree, you put the chicken, you know, somewhere else. No, that's not what we're looking for. So to simplify it, they can only really do one thing at a time, and the other ones are gonna be they're gonna be doing the bad stuff if you leave them wrongly together. Any ideas? This is the challenge with this, is that I think a lot of people they, they struggle thinking, I've gotta do this one way. And the trick is the farmer brings. The chicken across, I think, it starts, it starts with the chicken, chicken goes across here, so the chicken's over here, it goes back on the boat, brings the fox over, but then you can't leave the fox with the chicken, so you bring the chicken back. You leave the chicken back over here, you bring the grain over now, so the chicken's over here by himself, the grain goes over to the other side, now the fox and the grain are on one side, he goes finally back over and he brings the chicken over. And the point that I'm trying to make is, sometimes we need to take a step sideways or to go backwards and do something that we didn't think we were doing. And Bill, I'm specifically thinking about you here. We're going down this one route, but then sometimes we need to actually bring something back or change up something temporarily until we can actually bring it back over or continue on with the strategy that we were doing before. So, and it could be that you're just waiting. It doesn't have to be that you have to change your strategy, but it's not always, I gotta do this This one way, this is the way I've been doing it, I gotta do it all the same way. It's this sort of thinking beyond and kind of changing what's going on. Does that make sense? No one's nodding their head. Everyone's good? Okay. Everyone's good? Okay, cool. All right. So this is what I'm talking about. More than one solution. Frame the right challenge. And I'm specifically thinking of you guys in this particular one. You know, we thought that it was one problem, but it's actually probably a different problem. So you may be thinking you have to go over the wall. You have to find a very specific type of property with a very specific price and very specific profit characteristics when maybe that's not the problem you have. Maybe the problem is, I'm in the wrong market. Or maybe the problem is I need to bring in partners or maybe is I need to expand the types of deals I'm doing by bringing in money and raising money or bringing in partners or whatever it is. So sometimes it's going under the wall instead of going over the wall. Sometimes it's going through the wall. Sometimes it's going around the wall. And so the strategy that you thought you were gonna do, this going over the wall thing, there's other solutions to it if you're willing to be flexible. And some people are not willing to be flexible. They're like, I'm only doing it this way. And if that's your thing, that's your thing. And you have maybe wait and maybe you don't do a deal with that particular strategy, or maybe you wait long enough where the deals are really infrequent if you really have to have very specific criteria. So just as an example. Okay, any questions about this? All right, so will these work for me? So any simpleton can find a reason why these won't work for you. So. If you wanna do that, it's really easy to do. You can come and say, well, this won't work for me because X, Y, Z. It's a sign of your intelligence and resourcefulness to figure out ways to apply these general ideas to your specific situation. So it's not, that doesn't work, that doesn't work, that doesn't work. It's okay, other people are doing that. How could that possibly work for me? And maybe it doesn't work right out of the box. Maybe you need to modify it slightly and tweak it a little bit to fit your specific situation. Sometimes you may need to be flexible in your approach until you have options to resume your ideal path. So sometimes you need to do something else, wholesaling, finding a partner, doing whatever you need to do, until you can do the types of deals that you wanted to do, whatever that is. And sometimes you need to combine more than one idea into a new hybrid idea. For example, to find deals, maybe you need to expand geographically and do marketing to find motivated sellers in that new market. So if you really were narrowing in on one particular type of property and you could only do that type of property, maybe you say, well, I was only looking in this one city. Now I'm going to go expand out to other markets where I could find those deals. And maybe I'm going to do marketing in order to find those off market so that I can do more creative type strategies instead of just saying, I'm going to buy this from the MLS in this one specific city. And it has to have this very specific criteria as an example. Okay. Any questions on this? This concludes part 1 of 6 of overcoming obstacles for real estate investors. Listen to the next episode, part 2 of 6, on coming up with down payments. With home prices up, mortgage interest rates up and rents up but not quite enough to counteract the higher prices and interest rates, cash flow on rental properties in Renton is harder than ever. Book a call with the real estate financial planner to apply our proprietary 88 strategies See the show notes to schedule a call to discuss collaboration opportunities.